Hello and welcome to this audio recording for the weekly research roundup, research published between the 6th and the 12th of February 2024. I'm Katrina Pez, the research correspondent for the ME Association. There have been six new ME-CFS studies and 41 new non-COVID studies this week. We have highlighted one of the ME-CFS studies in more detail. Paper 4 looks at assessing post-exertional malaise, PEM, which is a hallmark symptom for ME-CFS. This study aimed at increasing our understanding of PEM and the best way to measure it in semi-structured quantitative interviews, QIs, alongside visual annual scale, VAS, which were measured after cardiopulmonary exercise testing, CPET. The visual annual scale, VAS, is frequently used to assess PEM. This scale is designed to rate a person's intensity to certain sensations and feelings and is typically used as a pain rating scale. Quantitative interviews, QIs, can also be used to capture the onset, changes in PEM severity, trajectory and symptoms over time, including the most bothersome. Although data collected through this is hard to quantify, QIs are very useful to complement the use of VAS and capture information correctly. Prior to this study, there has been very little validation of the use of VAS and QIs to assess PEM following CPET. In this study, 10 MECFS participants and 9 healthy controls participated in CPET. For each participant, PEM symptoms using the VAS 12 symptom score and semi-structured quantitative interviews were administrated at 6 time points over 72 hours before and after a single CPET. The data was used to plot severity of PEM at each time point and identify the self-describing most bothersome symptoms for each participant. Capturing PEM is known to be difficult and this study sought to address the problems in measuring PEM. They found that quantitative, qualitative, mixed-modelled approach is needed as QIs were able to capture changes in PEM severity and symptoms over time, especially when VAS scales failed to do so. Other findings included... Each MECFS participant had a unique PEM experience with differences noted in the onset, severity, trajectory, over time, and the most bothersome symptom. Only one MECFS participant returned to their pre-CPET levels within the 72-hour time point. A large variation was seen in the peak of PEM, with several of the participants reporting more than one peak in PEM, which was unable to be captured through the VS score alone. The most bothering symptoms were captured through QIs, physical fatigue 40%, mental fatigue 20%, headache 30% and muscle ache 10%. No healthy volunteers experienced PEM. QIs and VAS captured information differently about the course of PEM, with QIs capturing symptoms more gradually with face validity. QIs and VAS fatigue data corresponded well an hour prior to exercise but poorly at the peak of PEM and changes from pre-CPET to peak. When the most bothering symptoms are identified through QIs was used as well, these correlations improved and reduced the observed VAS scale ceiling effects. A few things to note about this study. This research is part of a larger NIH study looking at phenotyping of MECFS and healthy controls through CPET interventions designed to induce PEM with a series of follow-ups over 72 hours. 
all MECFS participants met the IOM 2015 MECFS diagnosis criteria. Where possible, healthy controls met the same demographic characteristics of MECFS participants, such as age and sex, although there's not enough information on whether these controls were sedentary. QIs were conducted before VAS, so it's not known how this would have affected the results if done in the reverse. Would have been useful in this study to combine the deep pool post-exertional malaise questionnaire, which is another common tool used to assess PEM. It is a shame no biomedical samples were taken to further support the results. For example, measuring lactate levels with more elevated levels had been previously found in more severe PEM. This was a small exploratory study showing that QIs are more sensitive to PEM than BAS. Although it questions how feasible this would be to conduct on a larger scale, interviews are time-heavy for both researchers and participants. Furthermore, I do not feel this study tells us anything new about the PEM experience in people with MECFS. You may also be interested in reading our previous research review on the evidence for post-exertional malaise PEM in MECFS and long COVID, which can be found on our website. Thank you for listening to this audio recording of the weekly research roundup. I shall be back next week with the next instalment.